name is Ernez. And I'm Samelia. And this is The Workroom. This is our very first episode, and it's kind of a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. But what's up now is Project Runway All-Stars. So I would say if this is if this were a long title, it would be The Workroom, uh, Project Runway Lovecast, colon, All-Star Season. And we're both fans of the show, and we are both artists and makers, so we will also cover some craft elements that come up during the show because you know, there's always that construction issue that pops up or the sewing problem that that makes or breaks the garments. And I'm a beginner sewer. I've also taken classes at Mood. Um, shout out to Mood. And um, <laughs> Samelia is what I would consider super advanced. And <laughs> <laughs> she's got some like a hearty background in sewing and making. Um, so, Samelia, what's your background with all of this? Can you explain a little bit? Sure. Well, I'm self-taught. I've been sewing and making for maybe, I guess, 15 years, 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually have a line of handbags and accessories that I design and create um, called Textile. So, yeah, that's what I do. Yay. <laughs> all right. So um, let's get into it. This is episode one of the All-Star season, season five. And the title of the show is What Makes an All-Star? We have the um, introduction of our cast and everyone gets introduced. And I think it's in chronological order backwards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you notice that? I did. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) I'm having trouble keeping up. I know. It's like, oh, you know, we'll introduce the most familiar characters first maybe the most successful of the returning um, mm-hmm. members of season 13. So we have Keeney Zamora. And mm-hmm. um, what is pretty much put out there up front is that everyone is intimidated by Keeney. Everyone. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so we have Keeney, Emily, and Fod or Fade? Fade. Figure out. It's Fade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fade from season 13. And also Mitchell. I think Mitchell Perry is also yeah. from season yeah. 13. Um yeah, so we have a meeting in Central, or uh, what is this, Columbus Circle, or are we in support? Yeah, and it's a cute little introduction, you know, a little reunion there. They have a group hug that's very yeah. adorable. <laughs> so I really, I really like that. And then we have then season 12.5, that mm-hmm. is uh, Sam Donovan and Asha Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I consider them the cousins of the group. They're not really... I don't know. I, I I enjoyed Under the Gun. It's it's interesting having them in there. I think this 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 puts in an interesting element. They're younger mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. didn't have the same experience of the other contestants. Even though, you know the 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 you know the the general structure of Under the Gun is the same. Yeah, I feel like they're just kind of like like a little like the sideways group coming in. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then we have season twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, the awkward hello <laughs> between <laughs> Alexander Pope and Ken Lawrence. So I know that. So Smilia. Yes. <laughs> they show the clip of Alexander Pope and um, mm-hmm. Ken Lawrence. I should just call him Ken and Alex. They're yeah. they're really awkward moment or uh, not awkward, but tense and kind of scary. Right. moment from their season mm-hmm. um i'll 
I'll admit that that was the episode where I just kind of skipped through it because I knew that was <laughs> they were kind of like, that was going to be the main part. Yeah, they're going to have a blowout, and Ken, you know, he has he had anger management issues on his mm-hmm. season, and that moment was sort of a low point for both of them. I, I think it's interesting that they they're bringing both of them back because I think they're right. hoping to have a little bit of this drama carry over to. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I noticed is that I think Alex Alexander got the bad edit here because it sort of like Ken kind of comes across as a little bit. I don't know. He just seemed a little bit more sympathetic right there than he Mm -hmm. did in that season. Anyway. So. All right. Okay. So. Yeah. (laughs) So moving on. Um, Then we have Liana from season 11 Mm-hmm. And then we have Stella, Stella or Stella, Stella from yeah. season eight, and um, surprise, surprise, Daniel Franco mm-hmm. from season one. Um, and two, and two, right? <laughs> Thank you for putting that in there, uh, which I think is really, really interesting. Also, because he's the only one on this season who's from the first half of the show, like right. the the Bravo TV days. Of yeah of um, Project Runway, mm-hmm. right? And then we have Valerie and then Dom. Dom. We have mm-hmm. Dom, winner of season 12. I think she looks great walking through Columbus Circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she kind of got Absolutely. like, she was able to strut by herself <laughs> and um, kind of show up to the group later on. Yeah. So we're moving on to the challenge and we have Alyssa Milano. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to know, just overall, I have an opinion about her being a host. Do you have an opinion about her hosting this or any um, any reactions to her? Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know if she works as well mm-hmm. um, for, you know, as, as a host. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have chosen her. Oh, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? Well, actually, I think she's a lot better than who they've had before. Yeah. And I'm glad they keep bringing her back because she's not a stiff. Um, she's not a stiff model. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like in the past when they've had models trying to copy the whole Heidi Klum format, they haven't really been able to find anyone with a personality. Who right, can, right. We can carry a scene, but um, anyway, I just, I just kind of thought about that randomly, mm-hmm. but yeah, I do appreciate that aspect that she doesn't just fit the mold, and I, yeah, I never, I usually never agree when, you know, there's not someone that's normally on a show and then they switch over to somebody different and they try to replicate. It's you know, it just it's like that's not the same person. Yeah, obviously. it's kind of it's hard to. It's hard to switch over and just be like, okay, I don't, this is not, first of all, this is, it seems like the show that I love, like Project Runway, but then it's not because of just like the, the I don't know, like the fundamentals of it. It's just really different. Mm-hmm. Because have you, did you go through and watch the, the other, the previous seasons of, of, um oh shoot, of All Stars? No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. Because I think the first season Oh my goodness, the, the host was really disappointing. Like it's just so boring. It's kind of like the I don't know if you remember the first season of Top Chef before Padma Lakshmi 
hosted. Mm-mm. So yeah, the first season, there's this woman who just kind of had dead eyes. It was just, she just, oh, no. there's nothing in her face. <laughs> and you could tell she was reading. You could tell she memorized her lines. You know, it was very yeah. obvious that they had writers on the show, yeah. you know, at least with, and you know, people write for Heidi, but even with the first season of, of Project Runway, she still kind of had this, hey, I'm I'm talking with you. I'm having a conversation with you, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. It's just kind of, it's hard to find out. Anyway, I, I appreciate Alyssa Milano for that mm-hmm. because she's, um she's, you know, she is an actress, but at least she's got some ability to connect. So, right. So like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she presents a challenge. Their inspiration should come from the moment in their lives when they realized they wanted to be, or they were destined to become a, a designer. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was a great challenge. Yeah. I heard that and I was like, ooh, I want to do that. <laughs> I want to be a part of that challenge. <laughs> really? Yeah. I thought it, that was just, that was, yeah, that was great. Yeah. What came to mind? Or why, why that, why was that so exciting? Well, I think, I mean, that's such an important part of, of any designer's um, creativity, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, and even way before when people would ask me like, oh, how did you know that this was what you wanted to do or, or whatever? Um, you know, and I always have a visual in my mind. Like, yeah, I work, I work, I love colors and, you know, growing up in a Nigerian household, always being around those materials the the fabrics like and I just have this really vivid memory of going in my mom's closet and looking at all of her wrapper cloths and you know all the different prints and how pretty they were and Mm -hmm. you know just things like that so I I think it's just really interesting and key to hear um each of the designers things that they brought to the table no and it's how they tie it together with the with the challenge right really cool because you have to have well yeah I mean as as an artist you're always asked why Mm -hmm. or I I hope so you know and I think in the in the best case scenario people want to know why not just oh how did you do this blah blah blah, but they want to know why right because I think that that really does set people apart if you have Mm -hmm. some concept some idea something that you can articulate right and then you know, when you're actually producing something, it's, it's rough. Like that's, that's actually a really hard thing to do, but, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's so interesting. Cause I was just like, huh, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, let's see how this goes because yeah. um, that's a hard question. That is a why pretty much. It is. Yeah. And you could definitely tell which um, designers were more hmm. kind of in tune with their, why? why yeah, they do let's it. talk about that because next we next they go to mood and they're like, oh, you get to sketch a mood. They get two hundred dollars mm-hmm. and they go to mood, and then that's when we are starting to get the the voiceovers and of what people are thinking and mm-hmm. what their initial responses are to the challenge. So from this, like, wait, which ones did you think were a little bit more in tune with their their why, their inspirations? I feel like definitely Emily, Emily Payne. Mm-hmm. Um, like when she shared her her why, I was like, wow! Like as she was um, speaking to, was it Alyssa or um, Zana or who? Zana, okay, <laughs> yeah, Zana. <laughs> Can't remember. Um, yeah, I was just like, wow, that's that is so. I mean, it was just really on point with um, you know her design and everything. Yeah, because her because her inspiration was what was it like a, a design like, challenge? Uh, well, her 
she mentioned um, finding going into the garbage or something and finding finding things. Something with streetwear, right? And using really high end materials for you know basic like streetwear stuff. Right, which right. I just I loved that combination and, and fade. fade. Mm-hmm. Like when he shared his story of you know freedom mm-hmm. from Germany and. I mean, you you could really see that in his garment, like something about the with his hand painting. Mm-hmm. It just had such a unique touch um, that I mean, it, it definitely spoke for me a lot louder than a lot yeah. of some of the others. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Although, I mean, we'll we'll talk about this later. <laughs> Although it, it didn't really like the the end product, I kind of I kind of was touched by Asha's story mm-hmm. um, about her mother's creativity inspiring right. her mm-hmm. and sort of reminded me of your story and I, right. I, like even even Leanna a little bit less so yeah. just kind of like oh you know um going through and watch my mom getting ready or uh-huh. seeing her um her creativity and sort of giving me giving her the permission to be creative as well right um I I really was hopeful for for Mitchell's story <laughs> I know. which was really also very touching and very sad and I think you know um gives a little background to him about Mm -hmm. growing up in a a chaotic house with two addicted parents and then Mm -hmm. having this escape and this fantasy of video games and kind of like a quirky nerdy side to him Um, I was very very (laughs) so hopeful for that Mm -hmm. um but were there any that you were not so hot about um (laughs) oh Daniel. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Poor guy. And what was Daniel's uh inspiration? What was oh. no the first one? What was Daniel's first? Do you remember? I remember if you don't remember. Uh <laughs> what was it? Coats? Yeah. Or yeah, coats. Jackets. Coats. Yeah, coats. jackets. Coats Lasers. Yeah. Yeah. That was that and then he's like in the nineties I was really into jackets. <laughs> making making coats. So I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's like all, all right. <laughs> okay so then why did he make a dress oh my I don't, god i don't know <laughs> yeah so that's oh god daniel is so dramatic. So many things he was he was all over the place he's man. i feel like i was i'm you know what i'm shocked that we didn't hear the word bliss do you remember <laughs> oh, yeah. from season one because I okay, because I went oh, back yeah. and watched his first episode, and I, th- uh-huh. I watched a couple of episodes from Project Runway season two <laughs> when he returns, just to kind of refresh my memory. Yeah. And the first season, it's kind of easy because he was eliminated on the first um, episode. Oh, He's so yeah. if anyone, so if anyone listening does not remember Daniel Franco, he <laughs> is in Project Runway history as the first contestant to ever be eliminated. And um, oh, on the first that. episode, he made a jacket. Yep. He made a jacket mm-hmm. out of butcher butcher paper. The first episode that was uh, the unconventional materials challenge. He mm-hmm. made a jacket out of butcher paper and lined it with tin foil, spent all his time on that, and then made a trash bag dress. And mm. his whole thing was following his bliss. And so then on this challenge, he's like, I'm going to make a jacket. I'm like, well, you got eliminated. Oh, the first episode of season one, making a jacket anyway, but yeah he hasn't really changed that's the thing that i remember right yeah when he was speaking about his fabric which i have a question about actually lemay mm-hmm. i've never worked mm-hmm. with this fabric and it looked it looked inappropriate for a jacket 
But the way he described it, he was just like, oh, it's it's aqua stream water. It's just a beautiful fabric. And and it's kind of like, yeah, no, but Daniel, like, what kind of fabric is it? It's like, it's this, like, this is amazingness. (laughs) It feels good in my hands. And it's this, like, tempura of love and fantasy. And, and, you know, I was like, okay, so you're not going to use any words that mean things to explain (laughs) anything about what it, what's what's going on so yeah um one of the other things i was i wish they'd brought maybe someone from season three or whatever because yeah. he kind of looked he looked at a place with the time constraints even in mood that's the other thing that i realized that i noticed about him like either he's not used to pulling his own fabrics anymore mm-hmm. or compared to everyone else from you know season eight on up yeah when i feel like season one they had a lot of time to to do things and everyone else is sort of like on it yeah and he they was did like, oh you know i i never knew that 30 minutes could go so fast like oh well how much time did they give you during your seasons maybe 45 <laughs> an hour maybe just kind of yeah taking your time yeah but um, I, I i do love that they were able to to sketch in mood i think that's that's sweet because yeah. you know it's i feel like it's so much easier to you know you have you see your material and then you envision a piece from that um right it's yeah yeah doing that no i love that too (laughs) because another shout out to mood i love mood have you have you been did we go i feel like when you visited you know what every single time i try to go it'd be like just closed or you know not open today or just some random like oh man yeah because they have they have really normal hours like nine to five Nine oh my gosh. I know. I don't know. I think I don't during, know during the week they're open till seven and they, they close. And then they're closed yeah. on Sundays anyway. But I was like, oh, oh, mood. Oh, man. Yeah, I definitely need to make that a point. Yeah. Next time you're there. here, we should go and visit. Yeah. Because it's, um, man. And so, okay. So a little off topic. When, when I've taken classes there, mm-hmm. that's where the classes are. They're sitting in the classroom area. Oh man, that's awesome. And it's nice because it's where the it's the side of the building with the windows. Mm-hmm. So you get good light. I've never really been in there during the day. I'm usually there like at night. Um yeah. but it's it's good light and um it's a nice little carved off area and I think it's on the floor with a lot of the fabrics that you would use um more commonly. So like the cottons mm-hmm. and the twills and things like that. Yeah, there's leather on that floor anyway. But yeah, that's a good point yeah. that they get to kind of walk through and sort of get something and then sit, have some time, sketch, and mm-hmm. then you kind of go back into it. And wow. um, I also wanted to talk about the the warrior motifs that were going through. Do oh, you yeah, have there, any, there was a lot of that. Do you have any thoughts about that? Because I think it's, I just think it's really cliche and and weird that. It's not like, oh, you know, women are warriors and do this whole another thing, you know, just kind of using that as, I don't know. I I just think warrior kind of triggers something where I'm like, that's that's one thing that's been done a lot. Mm-hmm. I but mean, what do you think about I, that? I didn't have a problem with it. I think, you know, with a, a lot of them having their moms mm-hmm. as role models or or whatnot i think that you know and seeing the strength that that they exhibited all throughout their lives Mm -hmm. i don't think that's you know that's just that's just how it is that's that's life (laughs) you know yeah Um, they're pillars of strength for them they're warriors so and yeah i yeah i just didn't have a a problem with that yeah because i have to say that i was just kind of 
I was glad that no one had like a headpiece or, oh, man. you know, some, or made some that looked like a yeah. lot like armor anyway. So, yeah. 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 All right. So, okay. So we can get into the workroom now. Into the workroom. Mm-hmm. Yay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I thought I, so, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's also my background. Yeah. I'm a photographer. And one of the things that I really, really love about All Stars versus the original Project Runway series is how they film in the workroom. I don't mm-hmm. know if you notice this. But the camera work in the workroom is one of my favorites, and it sort of makes everyone look amazing, or wow. you know, kind of like they're they're yeah. really into it. They are here to work. They're featured mm-hmm. so well. I just think like the they they do this like this tracking shot where they just kind of go through each and every station, and just so sleek and and really professional. Anyway, but it, you know, instead of the the other kind of edits that they do, where they just kind of cut, cut, cut. Um, mm-hmm. to each person's workspace. Anyway, I just I just love the slow pan all over. Um, yeah. Anyway, but so as soon as we get into the workroom, there is an accident. <laughs> someone, oh my goodness. Someone um, has, an, has an issue. So Daniel Franco, um, Daniel Bliss Franco cuts his finger. <laughs> and it, it's kind of this weird pseudo drama from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, okay. Okay, have you ever come close to slicing off your finger? Oh, no. With scissors? Mm -mm. Because... Never. (laughs) (laughs) Never. (laughs) Because I was like, really? How... How did that happen? Like, this is not Top Chef where they're using knives and sticking themselves with things. That just seems so off to me. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of, I thought, um, (laughs) weird because, okay, so the medic comes over. (laughs) <laughs> and is and is like stitching up his finger and i've i also have never noticed when when the medic comes over they just see them working and they leave but this medic had lines where he was like you're gonna be okay oh. and i feel like daniel gave him looked at him a little bit too long because in that moment i was like i think daniel was hoping that the guy would say you need stitches you need to get out of here and get some yeah. stitches. And so he could use that as an excuse yeah. to get himself out and go like, yeah. he's like, wait, no, I don't, I don't need anything. Wait, come back. I don't need stitches. Yeah. <laughs> you mean I'm okay. I just need a bandaid. It's like, yeah, yeah. You just need a bandaid. <laughs> so um, get, get back to work. Right. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah. So let's, let's get a little bit more into the critique of here. So the mentor this season is Zana Roberts Rossi, who is a Marie Claire senior fashion editor. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So she comes in and gives her intro. Kind of reminds us of what the challenge is, and goes around. And and let's see who's up. The person who's up first is is Asha. Um. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, was was there any critique that you thought kind of stood out to you? Um. For her. For for the workroom. Yeah. Anyone that you were a little worried about, or anyone that you thought. Any, like any did anything jump out period i don't i don't think so i didn't like I, nothing hit me at that point yeah i don't think yeah yeah i think the only one who hit me was the one was the first one asha yeah <laughs> because i was like great you're not doing something that's obviously a warrior but you are also doing something that i've seen a lot and is on a, a yeah, lot of racks right so i was a little i was a little worried because she didn't see that and I don't think Xana really said anything mm-hmm. and um, her words were because I wrote down a little quote she said she's like yeah I don't want it to be too obvious 
I was like, well, oh, you, you know what? Yeah, yeah. that did. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, well, um, I was thinking, like, is it going to look like anything, you know, like not too obvious, but I felt like her with her concept, you want to really make a bold statement. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't it didn't appear at that point like it was going to be bold enough. Yeah. I mean, I I was like, well, you know, it's great that, um, you know, I thought the straps were interesting But I I, I kind of I really was hoping that Xana or, you know, of course, this is edited, heavily edited, that she would say you can kind of find these dresses all over UrbanOutfitters.com or something like that. And and also you could find that all over UrbanOutfitters.com for the past four or five years. What they did instead of having Xana say that they cut in Keeney and his reaction to her outfit. And I was like, I really am hoping that Xana said it and she ignored it because, Mm. um, I just saw it was just really, really obvious. Anyway. Yeah. Um, also, Ken, Ken's piece didn't, you know, from his sketch in oh. the workroom. I was like, this, it also looked like something everybody's seen before. <sighs> yes. I mean, so what about it? I'm curious about your thoughts. I mean, it just, <laughs> so the, the peplum and I was like, okay, that's like been around forever. Yeah. You know? It just didn't look like, all right. I mean, but the, the materials he used did, I feel like, really helped to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I was like, I don't know, man. So I have a I have a theory about the peplum. And that? is that every black designer on Project Runway has done a peplum. Mm. Except, well, not not okay, not except for Dom, because Dom did do a peplum, but she she did it in the most amazing way during her season. She it was like a the butterfly challenge where they had to. Um, it was basically not the butterfly challenge; it was the avant garde challenge. But they used butterflies as inspiration, and she made this humongous coat, this oversized coat that had a peplum. It was, I think it was the first time that season that she did one, and I was just waiting for it because I'm like, you're a black designer, so when are you going to pull out the peplum? Yeah. And so she did it, <laughs> but I think she did it the best. And yeah. um, Ken, I feel like if you told Ken that Peplum has been done before, it's not fashion forward. It's not something that is a new silhouette that mm-hmm. he would have just ignored that because I feel like I feel like in 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 design and particularly with black designers, I've, mm-hmm. I usually see a lot of Peplum, which I don't mind. I, I, yeah. I, I think it's it's great. But his fabric, um, and I sent you the picture. So I sent you yeah. a picture from the fabric he used mm-hmm. in his season, um, season 12, episode 7, Shoes First. Yeah. And because I saw that fabric, and I was like, that fabric looks just like the fabric he used on um, a challenge where he finished in a top three. I don't think he won mm-hmm. that challenge, but it looked extremely similar. And he also, in that challenge, made a peplum. <laughs> yep. So it's not the same fabric because I did a side by side. It looks super similar. Yeah, it does. I mean, and you know what? Xana actually told him that if he was doing a peplum, like it needed to be really wow or something. And, you know, with what you were just saying, I feel like he did kind of ignore her. I mean, it it looks good, but Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, dude, it's still it's still a peplum. It's still a peplum. It's like, okay. (laughs) 
and I, and, and I appreciate that he was like, oh, you know, then that means I have to drape in a way that's more fashion forward. He kept the peplum. Exactly. I know. I'm like, when, you know, on the runway, it was just like, oh, he didn't, what did he change? Yeah. Yeah. That was my question. And he, even side by side looks just, you know, it's basically the same outfit that he made yeah. during his season, except the, the skirt itself you know he mixed two textiles together which that was cool so was much cool. better i think it was mm-hmm. so improved yeah um i thought that was something and also the construction yeah. was a lot better yeah. than it was on that other scene because he kind of mm-hmm. like he had a him issue if anyone remembers um he had a him issue it was too short the peplum was also a little yeah. floppy there yeah. wasn't a lot of structure to it but this one, you know, I can tell that, and he said that in the intro that he's like, I feel like I'm a better designer in the mm-hmm. sense of, I think he's a better designer in the sense of his reaction to the critique was, all right, let me just kind of do this. Even though he didn't really change that much. Right. He, like the construction was good. It was really, I think it was really good. I also wanted to get your, your reaction to Dom's piece. Whenever I see her silhouettes and her textiles. Mm-hmm. I just love them so much. I I love I love her work. I'm a Dom yeah. fan. I'm a, I'm a little biased <laughs> towards Dom. Um, I will I'm I will just I'm just flat out just love I love her designs and um. Yeah. So when I saw that jacket, I I was just like, man, I think it's great. It's it was a little mm-hmm. different when it walked, but right. Um, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. Also, yeah, talk about a little I forget. I forget what her inspiration was. Hers was. Did they say what her inspiration was? I don't even, I don't know, even if they know if they cut did. to her. I yeah, know you know, you know, because we probably just got the intros for the people who were going to show up later. Because mm-hmm. I'm looking at everyone whose inspiration kind of stood out, and it was the top and the bottom three, which yeah. I think is kind of sad. Yeah. Although they did do Stella, so we got Stella's um, inspiration, but. Um, Did she we get didn't finish Vinny's anywhere. Inspiration? Keeney, we didn't. Um, or Keeney, yeah. No. Wait, did you say Denny? <laughs> I said Zinny. <laughs> Zinny. Because I'm thinking like his last name, Zamar, the Z. Oh, we did get Keeney. <laughs> you know, and I actually wrote his down because he was saying how I think his mother or his grandmother helped, mm-hmm. he made a sketch and she helped him make it. And that's when he he was like, oh, it's so great that you can you can imagine something or you can okay. write down, you can sketch something out and then mm-hmm. make it and it exists in real life. And he's, right. and he said, it's like pressing print on your mind and then you mm-hmm. can show the world what you're actually thinking, which I think is a great artist statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's a great one sentence artist mm-hmm. statement. Like you can press print on your mind and show the world what you're actually thinking. Yeah. So I think that's, that was amazing. And also, so we'll, we'll bring up Daniel uh, Franco's um, time with Santa, and he and he opens with his hand slice excuse. Yeah, and which she tells him not to bring up. And <laughs> yeah, she's like, if you if you if you know better, please don't use that as an excuse because no one no one cares, no one right. gives a no one gives a yeah. crap about your hands. Yeah, and also he brings up that he's never worked with Lemay, and so mm-hmm. that was my question with you. I've never worked with LeMay. Have you ever worked with LeMay, Samelia? I, I have never worked with LeMay. <laughs> I, I, I just feel like it was a poor choice for him. 
mm-hmm. to, in which, you know, I know he was trying to be in, impress, impressive or whatever and be like, oh, you know, I can tailor anything, but dude, yeah. you, you just first, first of all, get your feet wet and <laughs> do something that you know. And I also feel like he, I'm like, you already show the judges <laughs> that mm. you could tailor butcher paper. We know I you know. can tailor. Right. So why don't you just tailor yeah. something that, that, I don't know, because it seemed as if this type of fabric, um, I've never really handled lame. Um, and I kept on thinking of lame as macrame because macrame is not the same thing as lame. Macrame no. is like this, like a netting yeah. technique. But, mm-hmm. um, but lame, it also looks as if it's very unforgiving and yeah. it, it seemed kind of stiff but thin mm-hmm. at the same time in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty tricky to work with. Yeah. So I mean, do you know why it's tricky to work with? I think just because of the, the how the fibers are um webbed together mm-hmm. and it's like some metallic streams and Oh. It's just it's kind of like stringy, but it's it's a little weird. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I was like, well, the fabric is beautiful, mm-hmm. but just not for that like what would you use that fabric for for dresses um i mean not for a coat uh-huh. but for like dresses things with um with more drape kind of so it is drapey yeah it's it's slightly drapey but i mean it looks like he was trying to not make it drapey which you know it was just confusing all around oh, so he's trying to add with... structure to something that yeah okay yeah huh that's interesting because I was, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't tell um, from looking at it. And it, it didn't look appealing on, on the model. Either. Yeah, no. And she did, also didn't look happy to be wearing it. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> and I thought it was a really stark contrast to, let's say, Liana, who was making her interpretation of a warrior right. outfit. Mm-hmm. That, and I could sort of see the, the armor um, mm-hmm. idea, the, the motif with the, with a bodice, how she was connecting um, those two two pieces, it yeah. sort of looked like the actual way you would construct a medieval mm-hmm. a medieval piece of armor, something like that, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, um, and also loved how she was like, "Yeah, so Zana said the top was a little flimsy, so all I had to do was pipe the edge," and I was like, "Piping is not it's something that you should be able to do if you are an advanced sewer." Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I just, I just kind of like how she's like, yeah, I just had to pipe the edge and she just sort of knew how to solve that problem, right. which I was like, great, good. We have someone with skills who sort of mm-hmm. just knows what they have to do and mm-hmm. put stuff together. There's no drama in that construction. Right. As opposed to Daniel Franco. It's oh, like, man. I've never done this, even though I'm whatever, who cares? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's so like his brain annoying. melted down. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that. <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunate. Because, you know, he had, okay, like, you know, there's that mo- moment in movies, the all is lost moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the whole thing, it, just from <laughs> the beginning, all is yeah. lost for Daniel Franco. Yeah. He slices his finger and then Xana comes over and is like, why did you use this fabric if you're not used to this? Like, you, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Poor dude. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So. Let's see the morning of the runway, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I think is important because when I was 
But okay, and I'm so I'm just gonna say it. But yeah. that morning, um, when Daniel's garment, I I was watching it the first time I watched it. I was just like, I was just screaming, "Holy, shit. holy!" Yeah, shit. I know. Right? I was I was like, "Holy, <laughs> are you?" I mean, you know, and it's it's it's, it's a TV show. It's a TV show. It's a oh, reality man. TV show. It's not life or death for me. But right. again, as someone who's a beginner, so sewer i know for myself that you know if you give me 12 hours to make a garment um i'm gonna have a rough time with that but if i'm if i'm a an established designer and you know you come in like maybe you can sort of come up with something but also okay not even having that in the mix of things but if Mm -hmm. i'm in a room filled with other people who are skilled and you know you're you're there in competition, and you right. it's the day of, and nothing is put together. Mm-mm. So I I just Mm-mm. kind of I felt so bad for him because I you know I'm just starting to to get in the point where I can actually make make things, and so I you know I I understand <laughs> patterned pieces and pieces yeah. that are and how how pieces are put together, yeah. and I and I think since I've started this this is the first time where I I looked at it and and understood just how much trouble he was in. Anyway, so I I just wanted to bring that up because I I was like, oh my god, really? Yeah. And so- <laughs> yeah, he was. I feel like he was just in bad shape from the get go. Yeah. So we we head off to the runway. Um, Daniel Franco leaves the workroom, still sewing his garment together. <laughs> yeah. No sleeves, so mm. it's not a coat anymore. Right. Um, and so and so we finally get to the runway, and it's and for this season, it's blind. I believe it's the first time it's been blind for the all-star season. Mm-hmm. I might be mistaken by that, but the blind runway is a new element that they've introduced into the main project runway show where um, they don't know who the designers are. You know, yeah. basically it's a little bit more fair, mm-hmm. I think, especially on all-stars. So, so, and all, it also it's, it's, it's blind for people who are listening. So, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listening to to us talk. So, <laughs> so we can try to do our best in describing some of the garments um, and how they look, maybe, and we can just kind of go into some of the fabrications and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So, our judges are Georgina Chapman, who is half of the um, design house Marquesa, Isaac Mizrahi, and then Dmitry Sholokov from season two, and he was the last season's All Star winner. Mm-hmm. Um and Samelia, do you remember any of Dimitri's stuff? I don't. Okay. So um also I'll say <laughs> So yeah, okay. So I yeah, I'm I'm a yeah, so I have some opinions about that. I thought Dimitri should not have won a season, but I won't say that. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go forward. Well my what are your thoughts? I would say my top three mm-hmm. favorites were um I really like Kenny's um, piece, which mm-hmm. I wish they'd, um, he didn't really seem to be that prevalent in the episode. Yeah. Which I was surprised. Like, you heard two things from him. But yeah. I loved, I loved how he, you know, how he did the, the skirt portion on that. Yeah. I mean, that dress. what did you think about that? Because Kenny's whole thing um uh, for people who don't know, is that, and one of the reasons why people are so intimidated by him is because his craftsmanship is probably the best that, the best that has ever um, 
been seen on Project Runway. He, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone speaks about how fast he sews. But I mm-hmm. think he's a fast sewer. And I don't know if you have thoughts on this. I think he's a fast sewer because his foundation is so strong. Yeah. Um. It just, whenever he speaks about like, yeah, a lot of people have been sewing since they were little, but it just seems like his mom and his grandmother, they mm-hmm. were all really good in placing like a foundation. And he's also, I think he's trained as well, yeah. but um, he sews really fast and his mm-hmm. craftsmanship is really amazing and, mm-hmm. and always seems to be um, well, well done and structured. He came in third, his, his project runway season. And the, the collection was basically denim because that's what he's, he's known for. It's what he feels seems to be what he's most comfortable with and was a really smart choice in this first episode too. What else in particular? Just how the, you know, with the, the gathering and the pleading and all that was, um, or not, not really pleading, but how it was like off centered. And Mm -hmm. usually you would see something like that, like all around Mm -hmm. or maybe just in the back. Yeah. Cause it's like a half, like a half gathered circle skirt and it's like a half maybe a little a-line or maybe like a like a pencil skirt on the other end that is just so unique I mean it gives it body and Mm -hmm. it's still it's really sleek and I mean everything it it ties it together really well with the I mean the whole look just very strong yeah yet yet still feminine it also looks like something that's kind of complicated (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, kind of. It looks extremely. Are you kidding me? I no, I mean, extremely complicated. You know, you know better than I do. And I was like, I mean, he I made, like, it, he made it look like oh, just so simple. Exactly. This looks so complicated. Because like, I would have no idea. Because you know, I had the same thought. I was like, you know, because everything, you know, right now in terms of garments, everything's a wonder to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. huh? I wonder how you would actually make a half circle gathered mm. skirt and half a pleated skirt and, and actually it have is, it attached yeah. and not yeah. just kind of pull down one side of the dress and leave the other. I mean, it just, it looks, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, I feel like they didn't even, or they must've cut that part. Um, you know, when he, when his piece went down the runway, mm-hmm. they didn't really, I mean, you know, they didn't really talk on that. He was like one of the safe people. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was, I was also a little surprised. Especially since, okay, and also, I mean, for me, because I, you know, I've watched these shows a lot over and over and over and over and over again. Because um, I love Project Runway. This dress w- looks like it could have been a part of that collection um, mm-hmm. from his season. And even with the, like the, you know, there's like that, the collar portion, it looks as if, oh my God, this collar is amazing. Because he, he lines, he, um, what, it's like that top shoulder portion that has the, the white looks like a like a thick cotton fabric, mm-hmm. um, and the underside is lined with this jean with this denim, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like it kind of inverts itself. I believe he also kind of had a dress that looks sort of like that during his um, his collection, um, and it was also a judge favorite. Yeah, um, yeah, he's 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 awesome, amazing. Um, and anyone else that you saw? Um, I mean, when Valerie's piece went down, I was like, oh my, I was even <laughs> before when, she, okay. When I saw her sketch, I was like, girl, are you going to finish that? It just looked so <laughs> intricate. Like it was going to take forever. But I mean, just like she was saying, she really is like a fabric magician. Mm-hmm. Cause that, it just, it was amazing. 
Yeah. I really loved her piece. Yeah, because I can't really imagine putting that together so many little pieces because there's a lot of math involved in cutting out those Mm -hmm. shapes that she made and making every, you know, of course you can, the way you cut the fabric, you can have a mirror image pretty easily, but Mm -hmm. kind of fitting all of that together in that geometric way and Mm -hmm. making it look even. You know, the spacing, right. everything was even. And mm-hmm. and also, I I didn't realize until a little bit too late that she had made little shorts. I thought it was a dress, which I did, I did not until, like yeah, at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, oh, God, okay, it's a dress, blah, blah. And, it, you know, but then I feel like the pleated shorts actually kind of added something to it, especially with this little. Um, so awesome. Yeah. She just kind of cut it up in a way where it's it mirrors this little geometric look and, and the bottom mm-hmm. looks like a little it kind of reminded me of like an earthquake dress it's kind of like the dress was an earthquake mm-hmm. and it just kind of split mm-hmm. apart and mm-hmm. its parts are all even and you have like this tectonic plates all around anyway but yeah yeah i'm looks... also her her color blocking just yeah genius. yeah yeah i feel like the color yeah the color combination is it's kind of beautiful awesome. mm-hmm. um and we see that in mood when she you know when she was picking out her fabrics and she picked out this gradient of peaches and yeah. I was like, huh, that's interesting. One thing that I was also a little, was kind of interesting is that Dimitri's work looks like this as well. <laughs> that's why I think it's interesting that Dimitri was um, a judge. Dimitri mm-hmm. has this, and is known for this technique where he also does these geometric shapes and fits them together. He does it, mm-hmm. he does his a little bit differently. And I think for me, I have to, you know, I can expand my mind. I can open my mind to work sort of looking similar and appreciate the differences between the two yeah just kind of recalled dimitri's work to me um mm-hmm. and so i know she's been she's known for this as well anyone else um obviously dom oh my god dom <laughs> oh <laughs> dom oh my god when it came out of the runway i was like i, mean, I want this jacket taking <laughs> breathtaking I, I was like, holy! Honestly, I was like, why didn't she win this? Challenge? Oh my god! Okay, so just like with Daniel Franco, I was like, I was like, holy! Shit. But with Don, I was like, holy! Shit, I want that jacket. It I is ridiculous. It. It's ridiculous. That, I want that exact look. Man, look at it! It's just. Mm. I'm looking at it on my screen. I mean, I want it. I want yeah. that jacket. It is okay because she. I love how she's like, oh yeah, I'll do these simple silhouettes. I don't think this is a simple silhouette. It's. This is something that I feel not a lot of people do very well um, mm-hmm. with this oversized thing, mm-hmm. but the way she does it with the arms, um, she's mastered it. It is. It's not even a a, a three quarter length. Like it's shorter than that. The the arms come yeah. down to your elbow, but it flips mm-hmm. out in this way that's so flattering. And the way the textile and looks, the she's found this yeah. material at Mood. I'm like, where did you where did you find exactly. this? Exactly. She always finds she these really great textiles that are just kind yeah. of. Are amazing that, yeah it's such a great combination of materials yeah too. and i appreciate the dress underneath i thought it was just kind of like this nice subtle sophisticated little look with the you know the sleeves go and they hook over the thumb mm-hmm. which gives it this interesting sporty look i want that but then the back because <laughs> i saw with the jacket off and the back has this nice little drape in the back it's simple but mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it kind of mirrors what the the, the coat collar is doing in the front yeah because and sometimes you know and i feel like this is what um helped ken out the textiles really really elevated his look 
But yeah. with Dom, the textiles didn't really elevate it. It was it kind of worked with the design where I feel mm-hmm. like the textile and the design elevate. Mm-hmm. They work with one another where it's kind of like, yeah. oh, if I took away this textile and put in something else that was a little bit less busy, would I still be impressed by this? And I'm like, yes, right. I would still be impressed right. by this, <laughs> by this mm-hmm. coat and vice versa. Like if she... Yeah. Man, you know, like the textile is amazing, but then the design is also awesome. So I was mm-hmm. also surprised that she was not in the top. Yeah. I was shocked. Yes. I was a, a little disappointed. Um, I was a little disappointed in that. So, yeah. And also, I was disappointed in a little, we didn't hear much from uh, about Emily's outfit mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Again, this oversized um, knit jacket, this streetwear, but with this luxurious look. Yeah. And, Again, this huge, and it sort of had the same little cocoon feeling as as Dom's, but mm-hmm. you know a different different set of materials. I, I, I just thought maybe it was because she whatever she put underneath that jacket just did not work to me, in my opinion. Oh. She, you know, she's those models wearing these pants that are right. kind of throwing it off, but the jacket was so amazing. It, it was really so great. Was. It's this hunky clunky thing. Yeah, that um to me is very runway very fashion mm-hmm. forward but i would definitely wear that outside <laughs> yeah. walking around new york oh yeah um, Girl, me too yeah yeah <laughs> love that and you really love fade what did you think about fade's outfit yeah i loved it. i mean hearing his story um and just seeing like you know as he was sharing that with xana i'm like yeah yeah i can see that like mm-hmm. i can see all you know the struggle and then you know, breaking free and, you know, the, just freedom and freedom to create and express himself. And yeah. Yeah. He you, made you this. You just see all of that. Yeah. Please. I mean, because what did you think? He made he made this like this hand painted mm-hmm. zippered crop top um, right. that um, that kind of like continued down into this asymmetrical skirt. A-line skirt. That mm-hmm. seemed like a simple skirt, but the hem Right, is what yeah. is a little off. So the hem sort of wraps around, but then it comes back around the front. But it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's shifted down a little bit. Yeah. Or if you, because I know you're more technical. If you if you have a more technical way of describing <laughs> what I just said. Yeah, the hem is it's like an an off off centered or you know off centered and it's it doesn't line up, but it it all works really mm-hmm. well. And just with his materials that he has going in the skirt um like the lines the directional lines it's Mm -hmm. all really cool yeah I thought it was a really interesting combination because he's got three different things going on all at once Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um looking at it more closely it's 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 much better than what he's been had been making on previous seasons Mm. you know and And so yeah he he mentioned something about um, a bridge, I think, or something like that, and you can you can see mm-hmm. the the bridge motif or the wall, yeah, a wall or a bridge. Wall, Maybe the because he motif. he escaped East Germany, he said. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it's like some connection with um, the Berlin Wall, um, mm-hmm. and you know what's iconic about that wall is um, like it was also. Um, like a, a space for, for protest. So the yeah. Berlin Wall is known for being covered in graffiti, covered in writings, covered in 
um, like it was like it was a conversation. So mm-hmm. when you know when he was explaining to Zana the graffiti, she's like, "Why don't you just put graffiti on it?" And I'm glad he didn't do that because that's kind of obvious. It's a little right. literal, right. Um, but to represent the Berlin Wall in um, as 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 it coming down at the sense of freedom, yeah, I totally mm-hmm. agree that it's yeah. just this burst of color and um, the freedom, like the freedom of being able to you know, let's, let's just make art on this. So yeah, I think that's awesome. Like, what were your least favorite looks? I was surprised that I don't remember where Alexander was placed, but it just, <laughs> I was just like, mm. <laughs> it didn't seem like anything. It's like a forever 21. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Cause that was the, how would you describe this? I would describe it as a, as as a basic A-line dress with mm-hmm. a deep V in the front. Yeah. With a yeah. three-quarter sleeve, like a little bit yeah. higher than it's a three-quarter sleeve. Something, something you Shiny. see everywhere. Yeah. It looked a little 50s to me. I don't know if there were any uh, embellishments on there, maybe like a button. I don't know. But it, uh, it seemed, uh. again, like the, the fabric was doing all the work. Yeah. And the model. I would say that in this, when the model came out, I was like, man, this model looks so much cooler than his dress. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the way she came out, like she's had, you know, the hair, she's super tall mm-hmm. and um, just walking in this dress that's really plain and doesn't, I don't know, it looked like she should have been in something a lot cooler. I know. Yeah. That was, that outfit was kind of a letdown for yeah. me. Yeah. I think Alexander always sort of makes... His personality is a lot more sharper than the clothes he makes. I think I'm always surprised at how subdued his designs are as opposed to, you know, when you meet him, you're kind of like, oh, you seem like someone who would sort of make things a little bit more riskier. Right. Yeah. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I guess not. And so that, but that made it through. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was a little shocked by Stella. (laughs) Oh yeah, Stella's never been my favorite designer ever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I just barely remember her. Mm-hmm. But holy crap, that what was that shoelace dress? That shoelace, um, the to- top. The, yeah, yeah. Um, I just oh, man, and uh, just did not look like anything. But you know, she likes grommets. Yeah, she's punk. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't make this out of leather. I think even. Cause she's like Stella, make everything out of leather, leather. <laughs> uh, you know, I you know. Honestly, I, <laughs> I didn't mind her her look, and the the craftsmanship was impeccable. Oh, okay. I mean, oh my goodness. Can you can we her can piece. we talk about that? I mean, like the um, the lines that she uses to um. Like the the pieces mm-hmm. in the top, for instance, and just how it goes with the shape of the model, yeah. the bodice, um, the fit was dead on. The skirt it accentuates where it needs to, mm-hmm. and it, it looks so comfortable. I mean, there hmm. it's just completely flawless. Like there's no bunchiness or like weird yeah. stringy things or you know the, with the pleating or not the pleating the um. The slits the at the bottom. Oh, the slits at the bottom. Yeah. The slits, I mean, just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I can see that. 
I can appreciate the yeah those this like you know like the princess scenes kind of follow follow around and mm-hmm. fall right in line with the seaming of the skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a little puffy. It's just a really clean. I thought it was a, a really clean. You thought the skirt was puffy? No, the, the top. The top was the top? like maybe it just needed to be ironed down a little bit. Like maybe she didn't iron her. She didn't press her seams down or didn't have time to do that. Um, that was that was the only thing that I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just kind of wish that there were a little bit more. There were some more elements in it. But I yeah. agree. It was well made. Very yeah, well I mean, it, you know, it was it was basic. It was a basic thing. Yeah, yeah. The normal Stella, but you know, it was very. <laughs> I feel like her craftsmanship was on point. Yeah. All right. Um, and so, any other um, least favorites? Um, I mean, Daniels. I I just I didn't care for that at all. Yeah. Um. I don't even know if he cared for it. <laughs> I, I just, I just don't. It looked, I was so, I was really uncomfortable watching this because I noticed that the cameras did not spend a lot of time on the model. Mm-hmm. And it kind of went to different parts of the garment because when she walked, I was afraid that basically she was just on display there was yeah. that slit or whatever he kept up there. The way it was just kind of swinging open, I'm like, that's that is barely keeping her covered. Yeah. And um, she looked really uncomfortable. She looked mm-hmm. uncomfortable coming down the runway, um, having to walk in that. Yeah, it was just, it was just really awful. It was awful. Yeah, yeah I, I I really felt bad for for her. Mm-hmm. Um. And also, um, I mean, you talked a little bit about Sam's piece, the the sporty romper, yeah, the um, the jumpsuit. So, I uh, you know, I, he had no issues with the fit. I remember him saying, "Oh, you know, and the fit's amazing. It looks great on her." But yeah, is it okay? I've never made a jumper and I'm not really, you know, but I'm thinking that back I've seen backs fit where they don't gape like that when you're walking. Right. And it looked as if the top, um, the way he had, the way he puts this, uh, had, you know, has like secured the straps, like it comes around and, mm-hmm. um, you have the, you have the front piece or the, the front trim, um, uh, connecting to the straps. And so, um, yeah, what, what, yeah. what 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 are you what are your thoughts on that? I'm because I was actually trying to figure out. I don't know because to me it's kind of obvious that 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 fits poorly on top. Yeah, it it does fit poorly. Um, he should have figured out a different way. To yeah, do, to do the back to where it wasn't so open or under her arms. Because do you know how you would fit that? I'm curious. I mean, I would. I don't know what he was going for. Um, Cause he was, but... I think, cause I'm hoping he was going for something where it just laid, you know, it laid um, flesh to, you know, um, like, like the, the front of her, the front of her back or, you know, the, the, I would say like the back of your ribs kind of so that, yeah. um, so that when you're walking, um, cause say, if, say you were, say you had a bigger bus Mm-hmm. And um, of course, I think with this you can't really wear a bra, but you could sort. I mean, it, it, 
she was making side boob for herself when she was walking. Yeah. You know, and so I am like, you should be able to lay that down. Like that's, there's a better way to fit that. I'm, cause right. I'm just asking because I'm like, I, I was right. like I, I, think he, I think he would have needed to, and I don't remember how the back looked. Was it just the strap, the blue strap? The blue, down the back? yeah. So no, the blue strap, yeah, it comes down the back. And then you see where the, the, the trim comes around, um, mm-hmm. like the side panel that, yeah. that, um, attaches not to the waist, but to the strap. Oh, so I was wondering, yeah, he, w- he would have needed to do something differently, um, under the arm, like bring, make that shorter mm-hmm. so that it was closer yeah. to her body. That's what I was saying. Like, it's pretty easy. You just cut it or whatever you do like you make it shorter you fit it mm-hmm. so that you know, anyway yeah I just thought that was like a very simple construction issue yeah but I was wondering if there was a little bit more to it that I just didn't know but yeah um uh and then we can talk a little bit about about Mitchell's piece so Mitchell mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah I yeah, man. I think Mitchell's a little delusional. <laughs> yeah. Because I I really don't think he understood just how bad it is. He he was like, you know, my side boob dart is just in the wrong place. I hope they don't notice that. I'm like, of course they're gonna like, notice dude, that. I know. And, of course they're gonna notice and that. Said something to him before. Like, didn't she say something to, about needing to fix that? I, I, you know what? I have to go back and watch that. I don't remember. Okay. But I think all she said was, you know, you have to put this moment into that moment, like the top and to the mm-hmm. bottom, I think. Mm-hmm. I think she probably assumed, you know, it's like the beginning. It's the start. Um, it's pretty early. You have time to fix this. You know, that was before the model fittings. And um, he didn't notice that until the model fittings. I remember him being like, oh, I've got to fix that side boob. And the model's like, yeah. what's wrong with this? But um, that was a lot of side boob. Um, And I didn't even notice. But yeah, you can see it from the front that the way that it's constructed, the asymmetry um, is such that like her right breast looks like it's hanging down and the left one is is up where, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe where it's naturally is or she's just kind of off and it's because that fit on the right side with the flowery, velvety looking fabric um, is is doing something totally different from the left side. The left side's fitted, maybe a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of gape out with the side boob, but it's got this, it's, it's, um, it's draped differently. And then the right side has like a looser feel to it. Like it's a looser drape. Like yeah. The, is that what's going on there? Like both sides are draped <laughs> completely differently yeah and he just sewed it together that's what's going on he he didn't know what he was doing yeah <laughs> with the construction it's it's not cohesive yeah yeah so you don't yeah. do, do you think that if he had changed that top it would have saved the moment like if he had <laughs> if the top looked good would it still belong with that tool skirt <laughs> um i think it would have helped slightly but mm-hmm. Um, just like with what Xana was saying, it, he still needed to have some elements of, you know, like combine, make them more 
connected. Yeah. 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 I, I totally agree. Um, Cause yeah. I, I kind of like this idea of having, you know, fantasy on the bottom and then this right. sophisticated moment at top on the top. Mm-hmm. But Mitchell is not known. Hasn't been known. I shouldn't say not known ever. Hasn't been known for his, his taste level and his sophistication. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I really, really had high hopes for this one. I really yeah. did. I really, I really did. But I, I actually don't hate the combination. For me, I think if he had sort of just fixed that top, mm-hmm. maybe changed the shoes. The shoes are um, this taupe, weird taupe color. And then that huge yeah. necklace on top. Like, just take that off. Mm-hmm. Stick it off and just kind of leave it to have like this. And also, I think it would have been nice maybe if the tool were a little bit bigger. Like more tool, yeah. just like a bunch of tool. Yeah. Have it just, yeah, just be out of control a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then have this really, you know, amazing um, asymmetrical top. Yep. Cause, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that would have been great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so let's, let's just say who the, the top and the bombs were. So in the top, we have, um, we have Ken, Valerie, and Liana. Mm-hmm. And so we have Liana's work, and of course the the um, the armor motif, um, and and people seem to really really like her her outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bothered by the top. Yeah, me too. So I it just seemed weird. Yeah, yeah. It it just it seemed a little. Um, the color was off. Mm-hmm. I did not like the color. And the palazzo pants, I think, were a little unbalanced with how fitted the top were. I think the, right. the palazzo pants were really heavy and how she pleated mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And the top, someone, you know, and this has come up before, it looks like a reverse racer back. And um, I just kind of don't like how what it does to, your, to the shoulders on the model. Yeah. It makes, it's not, it's yeah. not um, what's the word, becoming. <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't really give you like this. I, it, to me, it accentuated the boniness of her arms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I agree. And Liana was wearing the same type of top, so obviously <laughs> this is something that she does. And we saw it in her little flashback when she was introduced. She makes yeah. those tops now. I think that's that's like that's like a another yeah. thing that runs through her collections. And obviously, um, she's wearing something that she's made. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that she's made she made that top that she was wearing on the runway. Mm. Um, during deliberations I mean during um during judging yeah. um yeah so I I I had I didn't really have much to say about it because I didn't really agree with that being in the top yeah either. me either yeah so yeah so so that those are the highs and the lows um unfortunately and obviously we had um Daniel Franco Asha and Mitchell mm-hmm. so um I thought this was really bad news for Daniel at first because I thought the runway was actually strong for a first runway. I think mm-hmm. people put out really good clothes, um, oh, yeah. very well-made things. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was also interesting that when he was asked about his inspiration, he completely changed the story. Yeah. To talk about. Yeah. I was confused. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Impressing his, he's like, Oh, I want to impress my wife with a collection. And I was like, what? You That was not your, 
I know. No, you're you're. What about, what about the coat? Exactly. <laughs> what about the jacket idea? It's like, oh right, maybe it's because you don't have a jacket. Like, the whole idea was you're, yeah. you're going to have a jacket. And you're going to say, oh, I'm really into coats and things like that, and that's not what you came up with. And he yeah. had to pretty much come up with something on the fly and just lie. And mm-hmm. um, and I love how Alyssa he he's like, oh, you know, I cut my finger, blah blah blah, and I. I didn't have enough time and everyone else had their time. And, and Alyssa Milano was like, wait, what if we loved it? And then she laughs and goes, no, 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 I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I also think Daniel just, just talks too freaking much. So mm-hmm. he just kind of digs himself into a hole. Um, yeah. And, and anyway, so we, that, those are the tops, those are the bottoms. Um, and no one really during questioning, no one really changed my mind about (laughs) whether or not they should win or lose. But I, I, again, was touched by Mitchell's story coming from a very genuine place. And I think I would have had a hard time coming back with a negative critique after hearing that I would try to be as constructive as possible Mm -hmm. because he's like, Oh, you know, maybe I can actually do something with this. And after having like a really rough time and turning something that, you know, like a crazy household into something that um, I think maybe could be a little, could be seen as, as a, you know, a a way of expressing himself and maybe therapeutic as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we have these, we have deliberations with the judges. I thought this was um, interesting because Alyssa Milano goes, this is a tricky one, huh? And I screamed at the TV, no. <laughs> no, it really isn't. It's not, <laughs> it's not tricky at all. Maybe the top is tricky. Who's going to win? Yeah. That's tricky. But overall, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not tricky at all. Yeah, I didn't think that was tricky. No. Um, um, Anyway, so so we can talk about the winner really quickly. And the winner is Valerie. Mm -hmm. And um, what did you think about that? Yeah, I I agree. Mm -hmm. Her piece did seem like the most um, one or at least one of the most time consuming, like intricate. Mm -hmm. I mean, construction was impeccable. Everything tied in really well together. Um, Yeah. It was just so perfect, perfect for the model, the fit, everything. Yeah, and so creative, and just mm-hmm. I and I really loved her story when she mm-hmm. you know, spoke about her friend giving her, um, I don't know, a it was, sewing it, machine. I, yeah, a sewing machine, and mm-hmm. I, thought, I thought it was just a very genuine moment that was yeah. very touching, and I'm so glad she won yeah. because yeah. she was always a bridesmaid on her season, never winning. And mm-hmm. honestly, I think this is something she needed as a confidence boost because yeah. she seems as yeah. someone who's very scared, very intimidated, and she was that way during her season. Um, yeah, and I've, if, I've always liked her. Yeah, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm happy gone. to see her back, and I'm happy that she's that she won the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, so okay, so I told you. <laughs> So, so Valerie's a winner, and um, then we have the 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 bottom three. And I told you that I predicted what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and so, we actually don't have a loser. No one <laughs> gets cut. And I'm just like, wait, really? This was not a head scratcher. And also, <laughs> if I were Mitchell, I would be kind of upset because. You know, looking back at the moment, of course, you're grateful. It's like, okay, great. Oh, my God. I'm so glad because you you never know. You never know. But Mm -hmm. 
I was like, what? And so I thought it was only because they did not want to cut Daniel Franco on the first episode again. That definitely to me was a producer decision where I I saw Isaac Mizrahi's face. I mean, he uh, looked he looked really pissed. Isaac Mizrahi. Isaac Mizrahi looked like, are you kidding me? And so, okay, okay. Mm. No, honestly, because when when I think uh, Alyssa Milano was like, this is a this was a tough decision, and Mm-mm. his face was like, um, not to me. Like, no, I really do think that <laughs> Daniel should have gone home. It's kind of obvious. His whole body was <laughs> hating. I think yeah. I think Isaac hates Daniel. <laughs> oh man. Um, his piece was not finished. It wasn't finished. I don't think it was fair to everyone oh, else. It's I think not. his story was weird. Everyone even said that your your convoluted made up story um oh, was not it, it didn't make any sense. It didn't it didn't reflect what you're making. And um man, anyway, and okay, so also okay. So so we find out that no one gets eliminated. Then they all go to the work um, to the to the waiting room in the back. And um, they come through and, and it's, it's Daniel and Mitchell and they go, oh, no. So what's going on? And Daniel jokes with everyone and goes, yeah, double elimination. And I was kind of thinking like, yeah, OK, this is a joke. But OK, OK. Anyway, so double elimination. No, no, it's not a double elimination. Mm-hmm. And Mitchell goes, no, we're both in. And the f- it was so funny to me that half of the room were, were they were just so genuinely happy. But then mm-hmm. Asha and Sam <laughs> look like, wait, what? <laughs> no one's getting eliminated? And they're just like, yeah, crazy, huh? They're like, yeah, crazy, crazy. <laughs> and they're looking at each other kind of like, yeah. But Asha could not keep oh, her face straight. Oh, and man. Sam was trying to keep it together. But they're like, wait, someone's supposed to go home. And then... um. Mm. And then Daniel, so I wrote down his quote because he, I think he was so, I don't know, it seemed like it should have been his last words because he says, you know, for someone to win, someone has to lose. And then some pure soul, whoever that is, comes in and is like, except for today. And then they all start, uh, you know, rejoicing. And I, I'm like, you know, I don't really know if Daniel is really on this earth sometimes or if he has any idea because I'm like, you, you did not get eliminated. That's something that you say when you're going home. And maybe the whole time you thought you're going to go home and you you had this phrase memorized and you're going to say goodbye in a dramatic way and mm-hmm. find your bliss. Yeah, I don't know, he, man. I'm I'm even just by looking at a a spread of the final looks, his stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah, like yeah. dude, go home. God, <laughs> it's just so bad. I would. I'm just like, <sighs> all right, all right, Project Runway, all stars, <laughs> fine. You're not for okay first first episode out you're not willing to make the tough decision of getting rid of which in in a a production sense it could be a tough decision but honestly mitchell's was nowhere near as bad as daniel's so i was just a little i I, yeah another screaming moment (laughs) (laughs) while watching this like are you kidding me that poor model i hope she doesn't get daniel next time I hope oh, that model man. gets someone else <laughs> so she doesn't have to <laughs> walk out in any of his clothes. But I'm curious. Like, I'm looking forward to to the next episode to see, what, like, if he's able to adjust. Because I really do think this timeline thing, his management is 
is an issue. Like it's a problem. And also he's a little delusional. He's still a little delusional. Yeah. What he can and cannot do. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. All right. Well, so, um, until next week and, um, uh, episode two airs next Thursday or this coming Thursday. And, um, yeah, so we will resume again. We'll come together again and talk about, um, what we see. And, and from the, um, preview of the rest of the season that you get usually on episode one we see that there's going to be a lot of crying <laughs> a lot of tears and maybe we might lose ken lawrence maybe he might walk out on an episode who knows <laughs> <I saw that. laughs> um and we will get some return top finalists from the previous seasons so i'm i'm so excited about what might happen because it looks like it's going to be a lot more dramatic than mm-hmm. this episode so mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. Um, any last words, Amelia? Um, well, I do have something. Yeah, yeah. I will actually um, have my line in a runway uh, at the end of this month. So I've been busy getting ready for that. So the show is noir, and it happens every year in Memphis, Tennessee, and it's going to be a three-day show um, this year. They're going to have you know, hair and makeup artists and um, cut and sew designers and accessories designers, which I'm a part of the accessories portion. And it's February 26th through the 28th at the gallery at Madison Square. Yay. So if anyone's in Memphis, um, can they come? Oh, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. You can, um, you know, check Facebook. Just um, you can Google Noir, N-O-I-R, and it's 1819 Madison Avenue. You can get tickets through there Woohoo! yay so that's coming up and then um and and that will be at the end of the month so maybe we'll be able to talk about it um again oh, yeah can, like do another shout out for noir next week yeah all right yay okay so that that is the end of our first episode thank you so much for listening this is the workroom bye <laughs>